Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Lauren, and Sharpie. Hello. Howdy, Howdy Lisa. Lisa. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. How's everyone doing? Just Good. Peachy. How are you? <laughs> peachy. That's my Georgia thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. All right. I'm a Southern girl by heart, you know. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, that, that's completely false. She's still looking for her coffee somewhere south of Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. South of Atlanta. It's the last place you'd look for it. Well, she claims that she doesn't say Joyzy, that she says Jersey, but she definitely says coffee and water. I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. So, Sharpie, you've brought someone on to talk to us. I'm going to hand it over to you and let you do a little introduction. So, as... Our listeners know I, I typically manage our Instagram account. I, I post stuff on there pretty much every week. Um, and through that, I've met met quite a few people. But um, our guest this evening, I had noticed a couple of things that he had posted specifically about a, a few different elements uh, about Disney. Uh, and I'm going to introduce Andy. And if you've ever been to Disney, it's huge. If you've ever driven at Disney, it's gigantic. There's over 25 resorts. The resort is 47 square miles, over 30,000 acres, 7,100 of those acres are developed. So if you've ever driven around Disney your very first time, you learn that it's very overwhelming trying to figure out where you're going, uh, how to get to which park, how to get to your resort. And then once you leave the parking lot, you have to get back to your resort. It's a little bit difficult. If you've ever driven around property, you'll notice that Disney has some very unique signage. Uh, and Andy has uh, all the all the history, all the facts behind the Disney signage, which I thought was was kind of cool. So I'm going to toss it over to Andy, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the history of signage at Walt Disney World. Well, yes. first of all, welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to be talking about this. Glad to have you. It's pretty so, exciting. I'm a graphic design student, um, and I'm going to a arts college in Durham, North Carolina. And so, through one of my projects I had to do, um, I found out about a famous graphic designer that actually designed the signage at Walt Disney World. And so, her name is Deborah Sussman, and basically, um, her company, uh, Sussman Prasia. Uh, that she started with her husband, um, Disney reached out to them in the late 80s, and she um, worked on all the freeway signs, the directional signage, the regulatory signs, the bus graphics, um, the old like Disney transport bus graphics with oh, yeah. the purple and the yellow. Yep. Um, and so basically her company was tasked to develop a signage system that would make it easy for people to get around. I like, no, I love the signs and it's kind of weird. But like when you drive in the property, that's the first thing you see. You see those really bright purple and they're all like painted fresh and they look nice and crisp and they're sitting out there baking all day long and they still look good and the grass is manicured and it's just the first thing. The first it thing provides I see. such a, a unique yeah. awareness of presence. Yep. Yeah. It's unlike, they're unlike any other signs like um, anywhere else, like I'd say in the world. Um, but I remember going as a kid, like those iconic purple signs, um, just like I knew that I was in uh, a magical place, um, different from home, um, just because the signs were so iconic. It's, and it's so like they're saying, when welcome, I found, you've made it. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Which really speaks to the power of graphic design and how it can influence um, like experiences and like what a vital role it plays um, in themed experiences like at Disney World. Well, it's also like, it's also very sad when you finally pull out of property and you see the... (laughs) the regular like, oh, green, green. <laughs> sign yeah. and it's just back to the non-special yeah, it's just depressing. i know it's like yeah. that and having to put away my uh my uh what is it my e-pass when i have to Mickey take the ear. when i take the <laughs> e-pass off of my car i'm, I'm like oh i gotta put oh, it back the, away the sunshine thing yeah the sunshine sun whatever pass. sun pass so, yeah the sun pass yeah and then i'm like oh oh he I'm gets old. so excited I, mean, I get excited when i get to put it in my windshield because i'm like i'm going to disney i'm driving down to disney and then when I have to take it and put it away, put it in the little metal Ziploc bag. It's kind of like me with the magic band. Um, the oh, first year that know. we went and they had the magic band, like I really wanted to use that everywhere. Like once we got back home. <laughs> yeah. It's like you go to the airport and you're like, I, but, but I, I, I want to scan in. Yeah. Can, can, yeah. Can't you take my band? It has my credit card right on it. Like, or you no, get, we don't take you magic get home band. Sorry. From- and you go to your front door and you put your magic band to the front door and wait for it to open. And it then, doesn't. You re- then you realize so like, well, it, now, it's a fit. I don't have to go to the front desk. Oh, terrible. Wait, I am the front desk. I am the front <laughs> desk. <laughs> this is my yeah. house. <laughs> we'll see some colors. So, yeah. Go ahead. So why those colors? Why purple, green, yellow? I mean, it's such a strange. I always thought the color mashup was a little bit on the strange side. But then I, I was like, oh, so it's Disney. So, but I never really saw the signage as graphic design. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things where it kind of like goes by unnoticed and you wouldn't necessarily think about it until you're researching it uh, for a class project. Um, <laughs> so I, I researched her some more and come to find out she actually had a role in branding Euro Disney, um, which is now Disneyland Paris. Um, and she used a lot of the same colors yeah. that she used in the transportation signage um, over for that project. And so I think that the colors, it's the purple and the yellow and the red um, in a couple of articles that I read about um what she did for Euro Disney, it was kind of like an abstract um, view of the colors of Mickey Mouse with the addition of purple. Oh yeah, it is true. And it has and, the bright, the bright reds, the bright yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, there in that same article, um, it talked about how at the time the CEO was Michael Eisner and his favorite color was purple. So um, they said that that played a role in with Euro Disney, so it's I'm assuming that that also played a role with the signage at Disney World. See, I didn't realize there was actually a purpose behind it or a reason. I just figured they wanted a unique color that wasn't used on the road. Yeah, well, which yeah, that could stand, be a, yeah, a part it of it too. Out too. It makes it, but you don't see yellow or uh, purple signs, and they're definitely very easy to navigate because they're broken down by resorts and they're broken down by theme park areas. So it does make it easier to get around. Yeah. So um, one of the things, because you can actually go to her company's website and she has um, a, the project description of what she did for Disney. And it talks about how they broke up the um, broke up the property into several districts. And those districts is kind of helped them categorize um, guiding people from one area to another. Um, and so at the time, it was six districts. Um, it was Magic Kingdom, Fort Wilderness, Epcot Center, 
Disney Village, uh, Disney MGM Studios, and Enterprise Park. Oh, I didn't even know about Enterprise Park. Yeah, and I even um, researched uh, that, and I could not find a whole lot of information about that. Um, so I'm not sure if it was like a spot of land for like corporate visitors. Um, but yeah, that's that was I thought that was interesting, but couldn't really find a lot of information about it. Now, there's a little known fact that you probably this is, is no, going to be such a true. crock. I already know. No, so you probably haven't found this, but if you look hard enough. There's a five-legged sign that's a tribute to Mary Blair right outside the contemporary. Kind of like after you go underneath the little waterway and then you come back up, it's on the right. Oh, okay. Huh. Is it the the Magic Kingdom? No. What's the... No, there there isn't. What what, what type of sign is it? There is. There there actually isn't one, but but, but it, but it it was too convincing. That was that was like that was like my my, my, my uh, that really? was my sarcastic humor. You but know, it was it's really hard it was to too, know you anymore. It was that, too what, what good. Thursday episode. I mean, come on, you had me. I, I'm not easily fooled. The five legged sign. Well, it it could be. Sense. It could see. Tribute to Mary. See, she should have done it. There's gonna be one now. If I see, if we would have pitched that about the five legged. I knew about the five legged goat. That's right. About the five legged sign. That's right. See, we could have pitched that to Eisner and we would have won it. And then we could have made yeah. those signs whatever color Jeez. we wanted. That would have sealed the deal right there. <laughs> Tribute to Mary Blair. No. So especially as they've expanded and, and replaced these signs, uh, specifically looking, looking at the way of Disney Springs, uh, it's really interesting that even though this, this signage is, is going on several decades old now, that they have maintained this this exact design, even though the bus designs have, have kind of faded off that they have, have rebranded the Disney transportation, um, which, which by the way, the, 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 the monorail, uh, rumor has been confirmed. In yes. That is so work. exciting. Yeah. So it's interesting to, to see if they're going to keep the, the, the same overall design, but anyway, uh, back to the signage. And even the entry piers. So whenever everyone takes a picture of those iconic signs that you pass through as you enter Walt Disney property, it still follows the same design and color scheme as the general road signs, which I also never really paid much attention to uh, until our most recent trip down there. And I was like, oh, it all kind of matches. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it leads you like before you even enter the park, you're being led and taken into this environment. Hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. It's one of those little things that just makes it so much nicer. And the landscaping is so beautiful and the roads are well-maintained. Right now it's a little crazy. It's been a while since I've been down there, but with all the construction, but it's one of those things where you're just like, wow, I'm back at my happy place. Yeah, yeah I had more life. trouble driving at Disney this past trip than what I've ever had. Even the first time I drove down there. Um, because of all the construction, it's, you, you really have to watch where you're going because there are so many other tourists there who've never been there. So that that's, it's kind of dangerous to drive around Disney property really, because you have so many visitors there, so many people from out of town, uh, so many international visitors. Uh, so you have to have very distinct directional signage or wayfinding signage. And and that's, it, it, it's really cool that Disney has branded even that element. Um, Steve, do you do you remember what what the signage was before? I don't even remember this. I don't even know. I guess it had to be traditional signage, but I don't even remember 
Well, I was there in the, when was I there? In the early 90s. And I think, when did this, do you know from your project when the signage went up? Yeah, so um, from uh, the research I did, it looks like it went up in the late 80s. Yeah, so it was, so, and, yeah, and so I was, you, you know, I was there as a wait, kid. When you were there as a, yeah, when you were there as a cast member. It wasn't, oh, yeah, it was so there. it was already done. But when I was there as a kid, I don't remember. But huh. I'm sure it was, was the like traditional. was like 100 years ago. I know, it seems like it. I mean, come on, gee, Steve. Pull, pull, pull your memories back there. I remember staying at the campground. And then uh, I think that's where everyone stayed at the beginning. You stay at the campground. You go to the Magic yeah, Kingdom. You do the Diamond uh, Horseshoe. We stayed at Days Inn. Days I think it's in. a Rosen now. If if I if I, if it's the same hotel that I think it is, um, but yeah, we we didn't stay on property when I went as a kid. No, and I, we didn't either. But I didn't even know there was on property. The the the, the really funny thing about our first trip to Disney is. Uh, there had been a senior citizens tour group in the hotel before us and they had stolen all the extra pillows. Wow. So, so there was like a pillow shortage at the hotel. Mm. So yeah, you know, (laughs) the the Disney memories that you have from from when you're a kid, but we should have asked you before we invited you on the show. Did you get, what, what grade did you get on your paper? Um, so it was, you know what, that this project this isn't, um, this it was isn't, a, sound this isn't good. sounding good. A yeah, booklet, it and it was probably a year or more ago when I did it. I think I got um, somewhere in the 90s. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good. We well, it's good you didn't get in the 80s because then you would have been just like the signs. But mm. yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, I, still the 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 coloring of those signs. So next time, next time you're at Disney uh, and you see those those strangely colored signs, I want you to think. You know, now I know the history of those signs. I I, I thought it was one of those cool things about Disney that you don't really see too much about, uh, or really you don't think too much about once you're off property. But like like Steve said, it's it's kind of that yeah. that it's signal cool. that you're home. You're 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 back back in the mm-hmm. homeland or gone back to mickey's mothership and then it's so. sad when you leave i believe it might really be a mothership you see the <laughs> and then you see the I, sea I really uh, do. i'm not gonna i'm not lying yeah <laughs> come back the come sea see. real soon sign is always sad it is see it real is soon. but uh now here's a little known fact this one's actually true so when i was there they were looking into anymore this you. is this one's true but they didn't do it so they had, they're always looking at like new technologies to implement. And in the transportation department, they had found like something like you, that you ran over in your car. Like, I guess they were like speed bumps, but like lower, small little speed bumps. And they like would play a tune. So they were, Oh yeah, I've seen that. And they were thinking of like, you would go over them and they would have like some like Disney tune. And I guess it, I haven't, it could like comes through the car because of the tires. I don't know, but they were, Kind of like a music box that pings. Yeah, and I guess you run while you're rolling over it, it makes the sounds. I so anyway, and they're going to have like some little Disney tunes as you were kind of ro- rolling in. I don't know, maybe into the Magic Kingdom. When was this? This was back when I was a cast member. They were, really they were looking at they were you know one of the Imagineers came into our because you take classes and they they talk about you know what they're looking at and what they're doing and they share some of their projects and that was one of the things that they were researching. Which yeah, if you Google a uh, singing highway. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I've never even can, seen it. You can find find some videos singing of it. Singing highway. So, singing well, highway. I know what I'll be doing tonight. There you go. Your exactly. next your next project. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same uh 
the same material they use for crosswalks uh, that they like heat seal on onto the road. Uh-huh. Um, that if you've ever walked over, it's kind of raised up a little bit off the road surface. That's that's how they. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. Kind of interesting though. But yeah, that, I, I thought that thought that was kind of a cool thing. So we'll see if they yeah, carry anyway. that if they carry that through. They didn't carry that those signage with the boats or anything else though. So we'll see if they carry it with the uh, gondolas or anything. Yeah, and it's interesting to see like how it's evolved because I know um, the last time we were down there, they now have like the the LED screens that are the road signs like oh. closer to Disney Springs, yeah. but it still follows like the same design of the uh non-digital screens oh cool so it's it's interesting to see how it's evolved awesome thanks for joining us yeah Yeah. thanks for having me that was informative i i will will, i'll always think differently of the signs now that i realize that they're designed by a famous graphic designer who knew who knew actual thought behind that so with that we're gonna go to disney yeah We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, there are more shows over at mousechat.net and also at iTunes. If you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.